Hello once again, my FitFizz friends. Today, I'm happy to tell you that it's time once again for another guest interview. But before I introduce him, in case you're new to FitFizz, I'm Kelly Wilson, owner of FitFizzStudio.com, and I am a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 25 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health, and to remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. Nothing should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe, as always. Now to introduce introduce my guest, Tim Ruchinski. Tim is mostly retired, but he is also a health coach, a personal trainer, and also a freelance writer. He has also made some pretty significant health and physique changes recently, and now he's helping others do the same. And I wanted to ask Tim to be on the show to be a voice for the retired demographic and maybe change change some mindsets about what's possible no matter what your age is. And uh, just to give you a little bit bit of background, Tim and I have known each other from Twitter since several years ago, and he has taken the time to give me encouraging words in the past when I've needed it. And um, he uh, is really just like a, a ray of sunshine, really uplifting personality. So before I go any further, Tim, welcome to the show and thanks for being here. Hey, Kelly, thanks very much for having me. This is great. Uh, I don't know how much of a ray of sunshine I will be today, but I will, I will do my best raying that I possibly can. Um, this is a pleasure, and I, and I want to thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you for being here. You Maybe, I hope it doesn't feel like too much pressure that I said ray of sunshine, but you have such a an uplifting vibe about you. So... Uh, that's that's very kind. I think I think you get to a point in life where you basically say, uh, you know, there's been so much garbage up to this point. Uh, what is the point of continuing if you can't be happy? You can't be uh, in in love with yourself. Enjoy where you are and where you're going, and just pretty much try to do your best to let all of the negativity roll off your back. Because there's, uh, you know, as they say, it, it takes a heck of a lot more muscle strain to frown than it does to smile. So I just assume follow that, follow that uh, uh, path myself. Yeah, and you're you're great. You have a great sense of humor too. I I, I love some of the memes that you post, laughing at ridiculous things. It always laughing at ridiculous things is is, is, is is exactly what to do. And I and I do I I do want to apologize for folks listening in. I have a little bit of the sniffs, so if I, if I do have a sniff every once in a while, uh, I I apologize in advance for that. It's just the it's always it's always sneezing season. It seems for me. So so okay. uh, feeling really good, but I think it's just the allergies are kicking in a little bit today. Okay, we'll just pretend like it's not happening if we hear Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, so I want to start off by emphasizing that Tim is so much more than just your age or retirement age. I feel like that's uh, that can be a heavy label in itself, but you're quite a great example of how age is so much more irrelevant than 
a lot of people make it out to be. Uh, for people listening, I did episodes 34 and 35 on age and the perception of age because I really think it's, a lot of it is just how you see it. And I think a lot of people would agree with me that retirement age is certainly not what it used to be even a couple decades ago. So Tim, for the sake of enlightening anyone who is feeling like their age might be hindering them from making a change in their life, tell us about your recent weight loss and what was happening in your life and your mindset that started you down that path. Sure thing. It's, it's actually a, a longer story than that, and I'll try to make it as brief as I possibly can. But it's kind of interesting, particularly for folks who are looking at themselves and where they are right now, um, particularly in, in light of where we are with the medical community, which is more uh, likely to toss prescriptions at us um, rather nice. than get us to rethink how we are living, what we are eating, what are we doing physically in order to prevent disease rather than treat it. When we, if, if, if we're fortunate to play our cards right, we won't get to the point where we need to treat because we've already avoided it. And, and that kind of was my case um, uh, back in the day. Uh, I was, uh, at the time, uh, 55 years old. I started working out when I was 55. I'm now 63, so I retired a little early. But the, the point was I had gone to my physician and he said, you know, you need to lose some weight and I'm going to put you on cholesterol medicine. And I said, no, you're not. Uh, because I, I, like many of us, I think, have images um, of our parents and relatives and grandparents with vanities just filled with pill bottles. Um, you know, these, these cocktails that, that people had to take just in order to stay alive uh, frightened me. And, and to have to go on medication that I didn't want to was just something I did not want to do. So what I did at that time, changed my diet, uh, hired a personal trainer, and fortunately, my, my office at the time was right across the street from a YMCA. And, and um, I, I went back to the doctor about three months later, and he said to me, are you sure that I didn't put you on those cholesterol meds? Mm -hmm. And I knew at that point that I had made the right decision. So, so awesome. at, that, at that point in my life, it was one of uh, turning into a gym rat, uh, which I enjoyed at the time. Uh, it was, it was the, the, my personal trainer at the time walked in and I looked at her and I said, what is this 12 year old going to do that's, <laughs> going, that's, that's going to help me? And as it turns out, she pretty much saved my life and uh, wow. she, she's a good egg and, and, and I appreciate it. But those were, that was a time of heavy weight lifting and um, building muscle and feeling really good about myself and where I was uh, living in New York City at the time. Uh, ended up relocating upstate New York and uh, something funny happened. Um, in the last couple of years, uh, uh, I tore my rotator cuff. And uh, at the same time, uh, my right bicep also became disconnected from the shoulder. So, um, you know, I'd asked the doctor, had this something to do with the weightlifting? He said, maybe, maybe not. We don't know. You know he said, your, your other shoulder is probably a mess too. It just hasn't manifested itself. So um, the only trick for it after, after a lot of therapy and cortisone shots and all that other good stuff was surgery. And I had a good surgeon and uh, he fixed it and tied me up and, and everything's back to normal. But uh, here's the curious thing. When, when you are working at uh, heavy lifting or bodybuilding, whatever you want to call it, uh, that type of an exercise, uh, you tend to eat in a certain way to provide additional calories to the body in order to handle the amount of energy that you're expending. Mm -hmm. Once you can't do that anymore, it's funny, but you can't eat that way <laughs> anymore. Yeah. And if you do, surprise, uh, you tend to blow up. So yeah. um, 
that's where I found myself. And, and, and I'm a firm believer uh, for folks, particularly when you get to my age, you're never too, it's never too late to reinvent yourself when, when the opportunity presents itself. And here was one for me where I had to do something because uh, things weren't working out. I was, I was overweight, um, still exercising, but not, at the, not able to expend the energy that I had previously. And so I um, had to do something. And uh, it's funny, a guy walks into a bar, and that was me. And I just happened to be sitting there talking to a young woman who, after conversation, found out that she was a health coach. We got to talking a little bit. I had a background in uh, training and, and professional development. And she said, boy, it sounds like you would be um, uh, a good health coach yourself. And I said, well, that sounds great. I said, but what can you do for me so that I can see that there's something in, in what you're talking about? Um, mm -hmm. And I worked with her. And, 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 and oh, essentially, over time, dropped, uh, in a short amount of time, dropped 36 pounds. Um, wow. And that was prim yeah, primarily from just getting back on track in terms of eating correctly. Not mm -hmm. so much from the exercise, although I continue to work out regularly, mm -hmm. but just being cognizant of what you're putting into your body, eating regularly every two and a half, three and a half hours to keep sure, make sure that the metabolism uh, flies along the way that it's supposed to, staying away from the junk so that the insulin doesn't spike during, throughout the course of the day. Um, and as a result, getting a good night's sleep and, and feeling really positive about myself, uh, having a very high energy level, and uh, looking forward to the adventures to continue. That's, that's, that's the nutshell. Everything uh, it you know, compacted as much as I possibly can. But that's for uh, anyone who is, is in the position of, hey, you know, I'm too, I'm too old for this stuff, that's nonsense. Total yes. nonsense. You're never too old to fix it. If, you, if, there, if fixing needs to be done, you're never too old to begin another adventure. I fully agree. Like there are people my age in their early 40s who I even see saying, I'm too old for this. Yeah. I, it, and it's so, it, it's never too, like simplest of all, it's never too late to start eating nutrient dense foods. Um, yeah. like, like the phrase abs are made in the kitchen. You know, it, it's, it's, there's so many, you know, fitness myths out there and you can't fight them all. But, you know, the yeah. idea that people will be like, gosh, I've been doing 200 sit-ups a day and nothing's changing. Well, if your diet's horrible, yeah. of course you're never going to see anything. And first, I don't know why it seems that abs are the first thing people want to work on. And if you're overweight, the reality is let's get your eating habits a little bit headed in yeah. the more nutrient-dense direction. Yeah. Um, that's really cool how you met the health coach that turned you down this path and I still I can still continue to work with her today she's she helps me as I help others and it's it's a it's a good place to be because when you work with someone and you and you realize that they uh, do need your assistance uh, and you get them to turn that corner after being um, a little um, uh, Stick, stick to the program, in other words, to make sure that they just continue to do what needs to be done. And all of a sudden, the light goes on. on, mm -hmm. on. You know, there's a spark that says, hey, there is something to this. I can do this. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it doesn't happen overnight. It's going to, it takes some time. But when folks start to realize that change is possible, then uh, you, you, to be able to grasp that and take it to the next step, uh, uh, the, the, the level of success 
and joy that I think a person can experience is, is terrific. Uh, what you had said previously about about uh, the, the whole app things, it's great. You know, someone, someone said, you can do all of the push-ups in the world and your stomach muscles are gonna be tight as possibly can be. But there's a layer of fat on top of them. That if you don't yeah. change your eating, that's just going to stay there. That's yeah. that's just the way that it works. Yeah, and so often too, people of all sizes, but especially people in bigger bodies, if they're not doing getting a lot of activity, if you're not feeling good about yourself, what happens? Our posture goes bad. And what happens yeah. when you have bad posture? Your back muscles weaken. When mm-hmm. your back muscles weaken, everything starts to go downhill. Exactly. So, yeah. And if people forget, so, you know, people will say, well, I'm doing my ab exercise because they <laughs> want to exercise my core. Well, your core goes all the way around. Yeah. Uh, that lower back is just as much a part of your core as, as those abs are. So take that into consideration when, 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 you're, when, you're, when you're looking at the whole concept of the core. Yeah, that's so important. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about the training side. I do have a lot more questions about uh, food and stuff like that for you. Yeah. but. But before we go on to that, um, since you mentioned you had worked with a trainer and you you were like, what is this young person going to teach me? Um, I think there are a lot of people who, if you can't afford a trainer, that's one thing. But if you just don't see the value in it, even if you can't afford it, a lot of people don't spend the money because they just, they don't understand the value in it. So how long, about how long did you, how many months did you consistently uh, pay for a trainer? Um, I would say months. I'd say a couple of years. Oh wow! Uh, it, okay. Yeah, it, it was it was worthwhile uh, for a couple of reasons. One, um, to have somebody as your partner uh, to uh, in, in motivating yourself to get to that point where you want to be is 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 critical. And and to uh, depend upon your your trainer as that partner. Um, becomes extremely um, the, the symbiotic nature becomes very very important as as you as you continue to improve. Um, secondly, um, when you are paying out of pocket for a personal trainer for whatever period of time, there's a level of accountability that money brings to it. In other words, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste the money that that I'm spending by not taking advantage of this. I'm going to continue to do yes. this because I'm paying for this. But I think most importantly is to have that someone else as as your Jiminy Cricket to basically be your conscience mm-hmm. in your ear and saying, you're doing really good. You're, you're really well. You're, you need some improvement on that. You're not doing so so great on that. What can we do to get you to the next level? Certainly, you can do that yourself. But it's very, very, very difficult being self-objective. Uh, and it's, it's, it's better from somebody on the outside looking in and, and, and assessing the situation uh, to, to give you an idea. And, and, and I just happen to have a personal trainer who was fabulous and she's still, her name is Stacy. She continues to work, she does great things. Awesome. And, and I remember uh, in, in, in our sessions where we would do something and then she would uh, burst out laughing, which you know, <laughs> it's not what you want necessarily from your personal trainer who's no. laughing at you. And I said, <laughs> why are you laughing? And, she, and her response was because I never thought you would be able to do that. Aww. And, and, and I said, okay, that I, I will take that. But so it's like know, joy. The, it, it was pure joy. And at the time we were doing some amazing things. I mean, I was bench pressing 235 pounds in a, de- in, in a decline position. Uh, can't, yeah, I have, and, and that was great because for that particular time, that was what I wanted to do. And I was good at it and I enjoyed it. 
That was a different time. The whole, the whole concept of reinvention. You have to reinvention because you know, the body tells you you got to do something a little bit different right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be doing that anymore, but there's other things that I can do. Okay. And, 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 and so I think that, uh, uh, but, but, but let, me, let me just be, be cautious about this. If, if you're going to be selecting, if anyone's going to be selecting a personal trainer, it's just as important as, as, as selecting a medical professional or as, as selecting someone who is going to do work on your house. You want to make sure you get the right person. You want to make sure that the personalities match and don't conflict. Because mm-hmm. if you end up hooking up with somebody who you just don't like, um, it's it's not going to be successful because they're going to suggest things to you that you're going to need to do in the time that you're not together, and you're and 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 you're not going to want to do it because yeah. you just don't feel as comfortable with that particular person. So you got to find the right you got to find the right person. That's such a good point, and people respond to different types of uh, discipline, I guess you'd call it. You know, like some trainers are very aggressive, like drill sergeants. Some are more jovial, so it has to fit with your personality type. Yeah, and and the best of the personal trainers have uh, have the ability to uh, recognize your personality Uh and provide you with the service that you need according to who you are, not according to who they are. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I know with some of my clients, I definitely know the ones and I, and I ask them as needed, you know, do you, do you like to be, do you like a more firm tone? Cause I can do that, but yeah, uh, that's a very good point. Um, and now you're a certified trainer yourself, which is I awesome. Certifi- I'm a certified personal trainer through the American college of sports medicine. I don't practice. I, I just keep the uh, uh, certification current. Um, okay. So that that I can uh, you know, keep up with, with what's happening in, in uh, literature and what's happening in, in the business, um, right. it, it's 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 just more of a, of a personal enhancement situation than it is in going out and training somebody. Although I'm not discounting the the, the opportunity of, of going down that road again. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about food because you have been posting a lot of really delicious looking healthy recipes. Yeah, um, I'm not much of a cook myself. I, I don't enjoy it. Like I will cook if I have to, but I'm, I'm the type of person I'm good with just simplest ingredients. Yeah, I don't yeah. get sick of food, but I know that can be a hindrance. What to eat is a big problem for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people need change. They need recipes. They need to try new things. Uh, do you enjoy cooking yourself? Oh yeah, very much. I love cooking and I enjoy baking too. Although I don't, <laughs> don't bake goods because I don't eat baked goods necessarily. Uh-huh. Um, although I do bake my own uh, bread, um, nice. I, I, I do break I do bake bread with organic uh, whole wheat flour, and uh, I, I might have a slice a day. Uh, just uh-huh. just have have it for me because I I would prefer making my own rather than buying something from the store and not really being sure what's in it. This, yeah. You know, so in this way, I know I know what's in it. Uh, I can portion it out, and I think that's that's one of the big big challenges that people have. You know. Yeah, you know, if you go if you go to a diner and order breakfast, you're going to get four slices of toast. Well, they really need four slices of toast, <laughs> right? So, so you have to put it on perspective. But yes, to answer your question, I, I really do enjoy cooking. Um, so have you always cooked in the way that you do, like real dishes, recipes with lots of ingredients? Have you always been that way? Yeah, I think so. I I um uh, I, I think I was I was self sufficient there after college for for a while, living by myself and having to uh, you know, put things together and. You know, the temptation for, for a young person to go to the, 
the stuff at the market, buy something frozen and throw it yeah. in the oven and cook. It's, it's, it's easy. Um, but, but occasionally I would say, no, no, I want to try something different. Let me see what I can do in terms of recipes. What can I, what can I, what can I do? And, and these days, um, you know, uh, playing around with spices, playing around with foods, playing around with uh, uh, all aspects of, 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 of food uh, in, mm -hmm. in cooking is, is, I just find it intriguing. I find it somewhat challenging. Uh, and, and I do also like to, I am by myself and I do like to cook, um, uh, and, and make several things at the same time and, and then have food throughout the rest of the week in terms of meal prep, rather than yeah. having to do that every single night, because it is, it does take time. And, it, and yeah. if you are, uh, strapped for, for, uh, for time, uh, being able, being in the kitchen, you know, two hours a night, putting something together is not necessarily the, the most practical thing to do. Yeah, that's very smart. What are some of the things that you do now when you cook that you have learned along the way with your weight loss journey? Yeah, um, one of the things is that uh, although I'm not vegetarian, I do eat I do eat red meat probably only once every two weeks um, because fat content, but also cholesterol. So I want to just keep that under, under control. I do, I do eat a lot of poultry, uh, a lot of chicken, a lot of uh, ground turkey, uh, fish, um, uh, trying to keep those, the, the, making sure that I have adequate amounts of protein daily and, and, and with each of my regular meals have protein of, of, of one sort. Um, even, and if it's not along those lines, it could be egg, it could be low, uh, low fat cheese. It could be something that, that, uh, uh that I need, that, that the body needs, that mm -hmm. won't, uh, uh, won't, won't have to overdo uh, too much of, 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 of one thing. Um, so so uh, making sure that I balance out the protein with the carbs and the fats, and as someone said to me, whether it's true or not, you have to have the fat because if you don't, your fingernails will pull out. Um, I never really understood if that was true or not, but I always like the saying, um, look it up, <laughs> what, 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 what can I say? So uh, uh, I don't. I, I kind of got off track. So if, let me go back to your original question. Okay. I can't remember what I was. That's fine. Um, I was just asking, like, what are what are the, some of the lessons that you learned oh, yeah. okay. along the way? Right. Uh, salt. I don't use salt if I can avoid it. There are mm -hmm. so many wonderful spices that are out there, and yes. being able to find the ones that just are uh, that hit you aromatically, hit your mm -hmm. taste buds the right way, can 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 just bring so much flavor to food that you don't need salt. Uh, and if I'm not over spicing, I'll use garlic, garlic rather than salt every time uh, to basically in, in enhance the flavor. Um, I never fry, you know, I will salt, saute. Uh, I, I never deep fry anything. Um, it's, it's, it's it, yeah, a deep fried piece of food sinks to your stomach like a commemorative half dollar piece. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just not something that I want floating around. Yeah, and the carcinogens and yes, exactly. And and and, and, and look, fried chicken is tasty, <laughs> but the next morning isn't. I mean, it's just, yeah. just it's like I I will get if I have something like that, I will have a hangover the next day from eating bad food. If yeah. I go out to a restaurant and I eat and something is over salted, I have a salt hangover the next day. So mm -hmm. you get to the point, and I and I never use table salt. Uh, it's 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 just it's just something I, I I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. I use a lot of vegetables. Um, and people will say that, oh, vegetables, I guess, you know, it's not my thing. I don't like it. Well, have you ever really tried good vegetables? Yeah. Uh, yeah, spicing them correctly, whether making zucchini noodles, uh, whether, you know, uh, stuffing peppers with, uh, with, with, uh, ground turkey, 
um, you know, uh, simple, simple uh, items of, of uh, uh, scallions and, and mushrooms in, a, in an omelet without having to add too much extra to that. Just enhances the flavor. That that's fabulous. And and you know, and and fruit. I don't overdo it on fruit because you know, we're talking sugar. So you want to make sure that you 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 limit your, your amount of sugar you're taking. And, and that goes the same with starches. I don't eat rice. Uh, every once in a blue moon, I'll have uh, regular potatoes. Mm -hmm. uh, and even sweet potatoes, like, uh, which which a lot of folks uh, do like. I I will. The only way I can really eat sweet potatoes is as a sweet potato fry. But I don't fry it. I, I cook them in the oven with some oil, uh, with some oil and spices, and it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, so, that's really good. Yeah, so I, I try to stay away from that. I mean, I love root vegetables, carrots, and and, and again uh, other things like sweet potatoes. But I, everything mm -hmm. within within uh, moderation, because again. Mm -hmm starches those starches are just loaded with sugar and you just got to be careful because that's what's going to get into your bloodstream and that's what's going to upset your whole your whole system yeah and make you more hungry sooner make you more hungry yeah that's yeah. something i've been trying to get through to people too is that a lot of the white starchy carbs yeah. is to it really think of it like sugar yeah it is it is it's it's it's, it's 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 perfectly it's perfect sugar that nature has put together and it's great stuff to have every once in a while but if you are strictly a meat and potatoes person uh it's it's not in your it's not in your best interest to continue along that way and you're right about that yeah. uh, additional craving that's the right that's the same reason you don't drink soda because all it's going to do is make you want to drink more soda yeah. uh, whether it's diet or not so it's going to it's going to give you that it's going to give you that sugar yeah, it definitely does. Um, it, are there uh, any foods or uh, or drinks that you used to eat where you think back and you're like, there's no way I'd ever eat that now? Well, you mentioned the fried foods, but is yeah. there anything else? Can't do that. I, I, uh, I don't do much in terms of sausage anymore or other types of meat products that contain who knows what. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was raised on that. Uh, you know, a Polish neighborhood in, in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, yeah, there was kielbasa on the table all the time. Wow, yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I again, I, I kind of lost my taste for that years ago, but I, but I, don't, I don't have that now. Um, I haven't had a beer in years. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with beer. I think it's good, except the problem is when you have a beer and the next thing you get five more. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not doing you any good. Uh, as, yeah. as far as uh, I had, I had actually. I uh, got myself off all alcohol for about three and a half years. And and just, I guess, within the last year, started uh, moderating it back into my lifestyle. There's there's something about a nice glass of red wine at the end of the day with your meal, which is, has, has, has its own antioxidants uh, it, it, with it. Um, mm -hmm. And also, it, you know, it, it's, it's, it's uh, in terms of caloric content, it's, it's not as bad as other things. Yeah. Uh, having Sitting down having a bottle of wine is another story. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, I think, more so in terms of things that I don't eat, it's more of what do I eat in moderation as opposed to previously where, you know, stuffing one's face was just, was just you know, part of the course. So you know, yeah. when the evenings roll around, there's no slices of pie. I yeah. love donuts, but there's no donuts. I, yeah. You know, I love cake, but there's no cake. But I also want to mention that. When you get to the point where you are happy with where uh, you are with, in terms of your weight and what you're doing and everything is maintaining, there's a level of consistency there. It doesn't mean that you have to put yourself into a position where you, you can't enjoy something every once in a while. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I think that's what we tend to forget to say, oh, I'm never going to do that again. No, you know, I, you're, you're at, a, at a party and, and you're doing well and everything's maintaining and you say, you know what, maybe I will have a, 
have a little taste of that pie. Or we'll have a little taste of that cake. You're not, you're not, you're not going to punish yourself by, right. by, by, by taking away all of the enjoyment. It's just that you don't want to have that same slice of pie five nights in a row. So true. And I think just to elaborate on that for the people listening, you know, the reason why I asked, is there anything that you just wouldn't eat anymore? It's definitely not because there are these bad foods that you just can't eat or you won't be healthy. It's not that at all. But it's, you know, like you mentioned the food hangovers. I definitely feel that. Um, you yeah. know, if I eat certain foods, I know I'm not going to feel good. So I just don't want the food. Yeah. It's not that I feel like I'm depriving myself. I'd just rather not feel gross. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think also there's a, there's a tendency for folks to differentiate between good food and bad food. And, and I have a problem with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think this, it's, it's better to look at healthy food and less healthy food. And, yep. and, and there's a spectrum that all of that, that, all of that will, 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 will fall on. Um, and, and so I think it's being able to figure out where everything lies on that spectrum and where you are personally within that spectrum so that you can decide what you can eat when you can eat it. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I would not would love to open up a bag of Cheetos, but I'm not going to do that. You know, that's, that's, I'm not going to have the Cheetos. I might have a handful of pistachios instead. So it's being able to be able to make those choices to figure out what, what is, what is best to put into the engine. And and I've talked to a young person not too long ago. I said, look, your body is, is, is like, is like a car. And, and, you know, you, you want to do, if you're going to maintain a a really nice car, you're going to put the best quality oil and gasoline and and other fluids into that car that you can to make sure that runs a long time because Mm -hmm. you've invested in, in this vehicle. Well, the same thing goes with the vehicle that you walk around on two legs. You got to make sure that what you're putting into it is, is, is right in order to make sure that it's getting the energy that it needs. Cause if you're going to put something in there that doesn't belong in there, uh, again, you're going, you're going to, you're going to upset the apple cart. And, and that's what, that's what we're trying to do is make sure that, that we, we, uh, eat and, and, and move, uh, and, and breathe and drink as much water as you possibly can during the course of the day to keep the engine going. Yeah, I definitely agree. And something that I try to emphasize in my nutrition coaching too is like, I I call it agnostic. That's where, you know, I got that term from where I got certified through for, from precision nutrition. Uh, But you know, like any, any diet that is like, you can't eat this, you can't eat that. I'd be highly cautious of any of that. If you love cake, you can still lose weight and still eat cake if that's what you want. So just caution to people who, you know, I think a lot of people just have this mental fear and it it kind of is irrational or they've just been fed bad information that losing weight means you can't enjoy food and that's not it at all. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, with particularly within the first, uh, 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 go around of, of trying to get your weight under control, there are certain things you want to try to avoid. And, and Mm -hmm. And someone said to me, well, you know, can I have a drink? I said, you can have whatever you want. But if you're going to put, if you're, if you're putting yourself into a slow fat burn stage, that's going to take some time in order to get your, get you to the healthy weight goal. It's going to, it's going, it's going to get in the way of things. Can't, can't help you. Can't keep you from doing it. Not going to come sit on you, prevent you from doing what you're going to do whatever you want, but you're going to have to sit back and say, okay. Uh, you know, it's it's like the old cartoon. You've got the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder. Yeah. Who are you going to listen to? And 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 it's, it's as simple as that. It's not easy all the time. Okay, yeah. I think you know we we are conditioned uh, to to want to eat certain types of things. Uh, that's what our society has done to us, uh, either rightly or wrongly. Uh, yeah. You know, there are things that that we you know we we see it 
on the on TV, we see something advertised, and all of a sudden we start to salivate, saying, "Geez, I." I'd love to have that you know, fried piece of fried piece of chicken, <laughs> yeah. but again, it's it, it comes down to um, personal decisions and willpower is tough. You know, people develop habits that are sometimes hard to break. Uh, what we're trying to do, uh, I think, the folks yourself and myself, when we're working with folks, is trying to get them to establish new habits, uh, yeah. the types of habits to say, okay, here, I'll 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 own the only the food that I need, delicious, it's going to be but to make sure that it fits on our plate and, 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 and doesn't go falling off the sides, that it's an adequate portion that's going to enable us to, A, you know, uh, have the food that we, we love to eat uh, and, and, and enjoy the, 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 uh, the sensory pleasure of eating, but at the same time, uh, keep within the boundary to make sure that we, we, we remain where, where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, again, and then also, depending on what we're eating with respect to calorie, is is to make sure that we are expending the energy that that uh, that that food gives us to make sure that we don't go above uh, our level of where we want to be. Yeah, uh, well said. Um, talk a little bit about um, how you see the relevance or importance of taking photos if you start sure. on the journey. Because I know you have, and you have examples of clients who've done that. And I know a lot yeah. of people are, are just. They feel so bad about their current state that they're like, "I'm not taking a photo, no yeah. way." But That's, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> all the more, all the more reason to take the photo. Um, uh, it's 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 uh, if 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 someone is is about to really get serious about beginning a journey to 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 get to where they want to be, uh, whether that's ten pounds or whether that's twenty pounds or whatever it happens to be, um, it's it's good to have a reference point. And so what I recommend to, to everyone who's doing this, and which, which is easy now in the time, in, 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 in the time of, of uh, smartphones with, with, with cameras with timers, um, to be able to set that timer and to take some, some pictures uh, to, to, for anyone to strip down to as, as, as comfortable as, as they want to be. Mm-hmm. Take some pictures from the front, do not suck in the gut, you know, yes. do not throw out the chest, do not throw the shoulders back, just yeah. take the picture. And then from the side, from the from the back as well, mm-hmm. and take those pictures. They're not for anybody else. They're really not for anybody else. They're for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then file them away. Don't look at them again. Just put them away. Just know where they are. And then come back in a couple of weeks. Uh, and you may be looking in the mirror and saying, I don't know if I see any change. I don't know what's going on. Take those same pictures where the you know, exact same positions, preferably in the exact same location and wearing the exact same clothes. And then take a look at those pictures and, and see what happened. And you'll, you, you will find out, well, there's a little bit of a difference there. There's something going on there. And then when you can do that over an extended period of time, it really makes a difference. The other thing that I also recommend if someone is going to get started on this type of, a, of an adventure uh, is to get a good old-fashioned measuring tape and take, and take measurements. Yes. Uh, you want to take the weight measurement and, and it's very simple. It's just across the navel. You know, look in the mirror to make sure that's going straight around the back. Take that measurement, write it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with chest. Take the measurement right across the nipples. Write that down in, in terms of the measurement. And then upper bicep and uh, upper thigh is good. Just write it all down. Because what some folks will, will, will find out is that before uh, uh, the, the, the weight starts to come off as, as they start to eat correctly, uh, they may not see so much change on the scale, but they'll start to notice change in the clothing. Yeah. 
In other words, your body is readjusting to your new eating habits and taking on a different dimension. And then every week to take those measurements and see what's happening. And, 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 and sometimes you might, you might get on the scale once a week and say, gee, I only lost two pounds this week, but I took up an inch off my waist. That's, that's, that's huge. And so to not look at um, the metamorphosis of, 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 of the improving body just by what's on the scale, but by the entire package. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I know a lot of people are reluctant to do it, but they are, uh, once you do start making progress, you'll be so glad that you did. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. I have, I have several sets. Uh, I have before pictures, you know, back then, again, when I first started exercising back in my 50s, I have those, those pictures from before I started. Mm-hmm. And then subsequent pictures that I took along, along the road. And then also most recently with uh, having to again, readjust where I am, um, some of those pictures. And, and then you, you can also, you'll find out that, what, that, that when you start taking a look back just through regular pictures, through, your, through, through your, uh, the pictures you have saved on your, on your computer, on your camera, or in a desk drawer, and compare them to the way that you look after you, you've been along this journey for a while, you'll, you, can see the, you can see the change. It's really, yeah. really dramatic and, and brings, brings things home to people because yeah. they're going to start, you're going to, if, if you're doing this, you're going to start seeing the changes in yourself before anybody else does. And sooner or later, someone's going to come up to you and say, are you doing something different? Because yeah. it will happen. And then, and then, so you have the first affirmation to yourself is that you notice that things are happening. And then the second one is when someone else starts to notice. Yeah, definitely. I think that's really important. So thanks for emphasizing that. Sure. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the coaching that you do do that you do with other people? Um, maybe how it works or how people can find you if they're interested. Yeah, I think I think uh, people can find me on Facebook. I think I I, uh, I may have, I think I gave you my addresses and stuff for, for ways to find me. Uh, yep, uh, I will put yeah. those in the show notes. Yeah. There you go. That, that's fine. And and it's 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 just a matter of working with folks one on one. It's a uh, it's it's customized. Everybody's different. Uh, everybody's the same, but everybody really is different mm-hmm. because you've got different things yeah. going on in your life. I work with some folks who have different medical conditions. And one of the things that they want to do is get to a point where they are in a healthy state uh, where they may not need the meds that they've been assigned. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, I have other folks who, who are on no meds whatsoever, who just want to be able to lose the weight. So it really comes down to, to uh, individuals. And, and I think that particularly folks who, who find themselves on a lot of meds, and I, going back to that image that I had, I had talked about earlier with all of those pill bottles that are lined up on, on, on the vanity on counter. Uh, that, that to me is a, is a huge fear. I, I have, in terms of my own personal um, self, was able to get off of one of my meds, which is great. And, uh, there's this, and I, so I'm really just on one right now. I'm, it's not a secret for hypertension. It, it runs in the family. I tried to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't work. So yeah. even, though, even though you're doing the best that you possibly can, it's, it, it's not always going to work where you're able to just eliminate all of the medication. Sometimes you just need to do sure. what you need to do. Yeah. But I think so many others can just be avoided by virtue of, of, of uh, you know, getting onto a program, sticking with it, and, and, and being able to, again, adapt a, a, a healthier lifestyle that, that's going to have tremendous results in, in terms of one's, the way that one looks, the way that one feels, and perhaps in terms of the way that, that the, uh, one is, is, is treating any medical condition, which, which may or may not continue. 
Yeah, definitely. I love that outlook. Um, are there any people, uh, since you're, you're a big reader um, and you're big on inspiration, are there any people that you admire or read regularly where you get inspiration from, or is it all pretty much from within? I, I, I'm a voracious reader. I've got two or three books going all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, usually a hardback book and, and two books on Kindle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll, I will get things from the strangest places. So, <laughs> so, 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 so Even I don't better. Yeah, I don't, I don't go looking for it. I have read in my in my time. I've read plenty of motivational books and books on leadership and, and books on professional development, and all those mm-hmm. types of things, which are great. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I, I spend a lot of time reading about uh, you know history, uh, reading mm-hmm. uh, novels. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with a junky novel every once in a while. If you're reading reading a good novel, and so I don't necessarily look for things. But uh, yeah. they, they just they just pop from 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 elsewhere. Like for instance, right now, what I'm doing, I'm reading a book about the Johnstown flood, which hit Johnstown, Pennsylvania, in 1889. Oh, interesting. It's, okay, it's 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 just something that I find found interesting. And you start reading about the 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 aspects of the people who lived in this community that you know, thousands of people were killed in, in a matter of minutes, um, uh, and you you just you just uh, again. Uh, see the resolution in them in terms of how they were able to, you know, I hate to say weather the storm, it's a bad pun, but it's basically what, what they did, and, and how they were able to get others to, to uh, pretty much you know, continue on with their lives despite the fact that everything around them was just destroyed. So, so yeah. you know, it's, it's rather dramatic in, in terms of, but, but again, you know, we have, we have, we live with people, we are people, we have family, we have friends who, are in situations that that are can, are absolutely terrible that we may not know about in terms of them losing family, or them losing a job, or or or, or, or losing you know, losing faith, or whatever it happens to be. Um, to be able to just say the right word or a kind word or or listen to them, mm-hmm. um, and, and will will give them the strength that they need to continue. We we as a people have forgotten how to listen, and and we are so. Um, you know, uh, we, we do it, we do it, I do it, everybody does it. When someone's talking, the, the desire to jump in and, and interrupt that conversation to put in our own two cents can be so detrimental to the person who is talking. We need to listen to what they have to say. And, and uh, uh, so in, in terms of what do I read for motivation, uh, I, you know, there's a ton of stuff on social media that pops up. Some of it grabs your eyes. Some of it is, is a little disturbing. Uh, but, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the good stuff can be really good stuff. And, yeah. and, if I, and if I read something that really strikes, strikes home, that is reason enough to, serve, to, to, to take that as a jumping point and to find out where that came from and see what else I could find there. I love it. That's, so, that's a nice, simple way to put it. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the, the right things find you at the right times. They I'm a b- believer in that. I agree. So before we wrap things up, um, if there's somebody listening right now who is maybe, let's say they're overweight, they're burned out at their job, they're exhausted, it hurts to move their body, their doctor tells them they need to get more activity, what would you say to them to, uh, oh, to sure. get started? 
first thing, don't quit your job. So, so that's, 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 that's the tendency is that everybody says, I'm getting out, I'm going to quit this job, get out of here. No, you, 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 yeah. it's, it, you, you can't change everything all at once, but you can take the necessary steps to become more self-actualized and more comfortable with who you are. Uh, uh, yeah, if you're in a dead-end job, and there are so many of them out there, uh, being able to go from one to the other is, 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 is critical if you can do it. But if you can't do it because, because you, you need to work, you need to pay the bills, you, 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 know, you need to put food on the table, uh, it's, it's, it's time to think about, well, then what food on the table am I putting? Uh, what what yeah. can I do about my own self? Because once you fix yourself, everything else can kind of fall into, uh, uh, into the pattern. Once you're feeling more comfortable about who you are and your health and where you are, then you know um, your outlook on on life can change dramatically. Uh, yeah, your your belief in yourself can change dramatically, and you can do great things. I think that that everybody uh, can do whatever it is that they want to do um, within reason, obviously, uh, if 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 they put their minds set to it. I, I I think that if you're my age or a little younger or a little older, and you're seeing to yourself. You know, I'm retired. I'm going to retire. Which uh, retired? I'm going to just you know sit and do nothing. I think that's a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. I think that you need to basically continue to move and look around and 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 learn. Education uh, is 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 lifelong. Lifelong learning is is so critically important. Yes. You can't stop learning about what's going on around you. You can't stop learning about about who who you are and what you are uh, and what you're doing. But again, if you are in a situation where you're feeling my health is just it's just, I, I'm overweight. I don't feel well. Concentrate first on that. And then look at, look at, try to look at where you will be in six months, uh, nine months, 12 months from now. If you've got children, they want you to be around for a while. If you've got grandchildren or they're thinking of having grandchildren, they want you to be around for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no reason to check out early if it's something that we can do to prevent that from happening. And look, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I get hit by lightning tomorrow or the good Lord can say, you're done. I'm out here. You know, it's time for you to come home. Uh, but uh, I, I'm not, I'm going kicking and screaming. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going easy. Yeah. I, I, I'm, en- I'm enjoying this, this wonderful gift that we have called life uh-huh. so much that I, 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 I'm just not prepared to say, okay, I'm going to spend the rest of my time on this planet on the sofa watching Netflix. Yeah. I mean, it, that's just not what I'm going to do. And, and that's surrender. Uh, believe me, I like Netflix. There's some great stuff on there, but <laughs> but but getting out and about, doing what needs to be you know, done, seeing the world, educating yourself, and yeah. feeling good about yourself, I think is 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 absolutely critical in, in, in order to 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 uh, continue on this this crazy wacky uh, adventure that that we all are participating. I love it. That is so well said. I've just got a big smile on my face oh, right now because I just love the way that all sounds. So good. So good. And you really do. Like, it just comes through on social media. You do love life. And I love I that do. about you. I really do. And, and, and the people around me uh, as well, I mean, they do so much to, to uh, uh, you know, make me feel the way they do, the happiness that I get from them, the from from the, the woman I date to to my children to 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 everyone else, it's just it's just a nice it's a, just a nice way to to live when everybody's kind of like on on the same plan as you are. 
I love it. That's fantastic. I'm so honored to be your friend. Oh, gosh, and... no. thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, Kelly, it was my time. pleasure. This, this was wonderful, and I hope I didn't put people to sleep. No, this was wonderful. And oh. thank you to everybody who's been listening. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.